What is up? Happy Flockcast Friday. Kind of reusing that because I use Fit Flock Friday in my fitness studio in Maryland. My name is Amanda Parks. I am an A certified personal trainer and A certified health coach, fitness nutrition specialist, behavior change specialist, and a run coach. And this week on the Flockcast, I wanted to briefly start to touch on some nutrition information and I wanted to start with food assumptions and how making assumptions, as we all know, can really get us in some uh, trouble at times. So I made a little list of the things you really should be on the lookout for when you're making assumptions around what you eat in your day to day. And hopefully this will be helpful to you guys. Uh, Let me know. Last week, just to quickly touch on last week, I talked about what moves you and why it is important to get moving in any way that you enjoy. And hopefully you guys um, believed what I said and are finding ways to do some mindful movement. And no matter how small you think it is, it really does count and it really does benefit you. So that was last week. If you didn't check out last week, it's still there. Go check it out. But this week, we're going to just start to touch on the nutrition side. And I believe, in my opinion, that making assumptions about our nutrition and our diet and our food may be one of the things getting us into trouble. And I know I'm definitely guilty of this uh, as well. So by far, hands down, what I believe is the worst in our food assumptions is what a portion size is, what we're supposed to be eating, what we believe to be a portion. Uh, If we hear there's 200 calories in a serving, what we believe is a serving versus what the company has decided is a serving. A lot of times there is a quite a large variance in uh, what we would assume to be a serving or what fulfills us, you know, make, uh, in our diet uh, and what the company has decided would be more appropriate for us. And portions can really get you in trouble and uh, it's easy to if we're doing something else like watching TV or surfing the web, um, overeat, not even be aware of what we're eating, how much we're eating. And and next thing you know, you've eaten the whole container, the whole bag, the whole box. And you're like, yeah, there's probably just two or three servings in there. A lot of times a whole container is, is more than two or three, unless you have a single serving or slightly larger than that. So portions can really get us into trouble uh, knowing what our portion size would satisfy us. And uh, portions in general have grown over the last couple of decades. And as portion sizes have grown, uh, interestingly, interestingly enough, so have Americans' waistlines. So 
definitely some correlation in there. The next assumption is assuming we know the nutrition facts. We know, uh, oh, this is definitely low fat or this is a high fat and I shouldn't eat this or I've heard uh, this has a lot of protein in it or this doesn't have protein in it or uh, this product has too much sugar um, or, or no sugar. So assuming without even really diving in that we know the nutritional value of something and a lot of times this is based off of what we've heard, uh, maybe something somebody told us some information about, oh, don't eat, you know, avocados. They're really high in fat. And you're like, oh my gosh, I better not eat the avocado then. Really high in fat and calories and oh my gosh. Well, you know, it, avocados do have a lot of fat, but they have the beneficial fat um, that can really satisfy us for a long duration and fill us up and we might not eat as much of an avocado um, because it is really filling. So getting into assumptions with nutrition facts uh, can really be detrimental and just assuming we know how much of uh, a different uh, sodium, uh, fat, protein, fiber is in something and then based off of what we're assuming then we make a decision whether or not we're going to eat it or how much we're going to eat of it and and that can really get us into trouble the third assumption is and i started to talk about this is what we've heard what we saw something we saw on tv something we saw on facebook uh instagram the internet in general uh that was posted by like a social media influencer um, or a celebrity or something along that nature that where they have absolutely no background. They are not a registered dietitian or nutritionist. They have no background, probably took no nutrition courses even in school at any point in time. And now they're being posted around as the expert in what you need to eat or not eat and and we buy into that we believe it especially I feel a lot of times with celebrities um if they're an athlete celebrity we're like wow well they play professional sports so they definitely must know a lot about nutrition sometimes sometimes they do um but if if that's not their wheelhouse like you know they play a professional sport and that is really where their expertise lies don't assume that they're also a nutrition expert just because they've they've made it far or they were in the olympics or whatever um and don't assume what worked great for them is going to work great for you so um it, it's a it's a bad assumption the fourth family um Somebody in the family is lactose intolerant, so you assume you must be lactose intolerant. Somebody's got a gluten sensitivity, so you assume you have a gluten sensitivity. Or everybody seems to have gluten sensitivity now, so if the whole world's gone gluten-free, then I assume I must not eat gluten either because it says gluten is just terrible for us, so we we should just avoid it. Um, 
maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. Um, but making an assumption based off of family member um, or just the overall public around you is not always true for you. Um, even within our family, um, we are we're different genetic makeup. We, you know, we're half our mom, half our dad, and and sometimes if you've had the ancestry or the one of the others done, you'll find um, that there's like even more randomness going on. So just because our parents can or can't eat something doesn't mean it's going to work well for us, um, and, and and so on. So going off of those assumptions can be dangerous. And now I've told you all the, all the things not to assume. How do we know what is good for us to eat? So on the flip side, what do we eat? Um, in my opinion, the best way to eat is one, it's gotta fit your lifestyle. Um, a lot of times people come in and they're like, oh, you know, keto's hot, intermittent fasting, this, that, and the other. I've heard this is the latest, greatest thing that's gonna make me lose all this weight and I gotta do this. My first question is always, will this work with your life? Will this work with your life? Because if it won't work with your life, you're not going to be able to sustain it. And it's it's just going to be, you know, you're stressing yourself out, trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. And if it doesn't work with your life, you're going to quit and you're not going to be able to do it. And then you're going to be frustrated and you're going to be back at square one. Uh, a lot of times if there's rapid weight loss, it, it leads to quitting, the gaining the weight back, gaining more weight than the, uh, the start, and, and this vicious cycle. And it's, um, it's, you know, it, it hurts my heart to see people do that. I know I've been down that road myself. So I, I'm very empathetic to that. Um, everybody's looking for that, that magic bullet. But the magic bullet really is what can you eat that's gonna work with your lifestyle, that's gonna get you the right nutrition to sustain you and give you what you need to feel your best and do your best and get you to your goals. And that's the magic bullet, but it doesn't usually come quick or easy. Um, Kind of easy, but usually not quick. So being mindful as you choose your foods, what do you feel hungry for? Like, and not with judgment, like, oh, well, I really want a cheeseburger, but I shouldn't eat the cheeseburger because that's high in calories and fat. Like, being mindful of what your brain is telling you you're hungry for, what you really feel hungry for, eating that mindfully, like being aware, chewing your food, slowly chewing, enjoying your food, and when you're full, stop, stop eating. Uh, sounds so simple, but we don't do it. <laughs> we usually eat far beyond when we're full because I don't know about you guys, but I was part of the clean plate club growing up and we were trained like you have to clean your plate. You have to eat all your food on your plate. And we've learned now that, that maybe, you know, the, the intentions were always good with that, but um, it taught us to overeat and it's, it's hard to break those habits. So being mindful eating what you feel you are are wanting to eat and enjoying it and eating till you're full. And then it, taking that a step further, food journaling. So today I had a cheeseburger. 
I only ate it till I was full and I had three bites left and you know I gave that to my husband and he enjoyed my last three bites and I felt satisfied and good and I slept well and I was able to exercise the next day and feel great and or oh, on the flip side I ate a cheeseburger I felt bloated I didn't sleep well uh, and my workout was off the next day and this can be really really beneficial um, be, becoming mindful of how foods make you feel truly make you feel without like judge prejudging them how you think they're going to make you feel but how they truly make you feel and if you can take that a step further and write it down so you have notes um, especially if, if something really like derails you or makes you feel amazing like you have the best workout ever and you're like wow I ate this this and this and then I had the best workout ever and then you'll start to see patterns and trends and off of that you can start to put together like these foods make me feel my best perform my best sleep my best and then these foods over here I don't sleep well, I feel bloated, I feel fatigued, I feel off, um, I have anxiety or stress, like uh, I get sleepy midday, whatever. But you, you will start to, the more you do this, notice trends on what foods are working for you and what foods are not working for you. And then you're not assuming anymore. Then you've got your own little study of one, which is the most important study because it doesn't matter if, you know, your best friend is vegan and they're feeling amazing doing the vegan diet. If you cut out all animal products and you feel awful, then it might not be for you. So it really is a case by case and no two human beings are identically the same. And you have to figure it out for yourself what truly makes you feel your best, perform your best, sleep your best, not stress, and, and, and eat more of those foods and the foods that make you feel awful, sluggish, tired, anxious, um, you know, bloating, weight gain, all those things. Um, less of those and maybe you don't eliminate them because maybe there some of them are your absolute favorites but less of those and and it, it's going to take time this is something um you know i'm still working on i work on it all the time like something makes me feel off i'm like oh um i didn't do well with this um and this really is something if you if you exercise you can really become aware of what is working for your body and not working for your body. So I really notate if I eat something and then my runs off or my workouts off, um, I make a mental note of that and be like, mm, that didn't seem to work for me. Or if I have a great workout, I make a mental note of that and I'm like, well, I'm going to eat that again next week. And, and that's really that's really what I believe it's all about. You have to find the foods that work first and foremost for your lifestyle that make you feel your best. And it does not matter um, what, you know, 
works for someone else. Um, it has to work for you because at the end of the day, it's, it's all about you living your best life, feeling your best, getting to your goals and, and, and doing, and doing that in a way that is sustainable. And, and that's why assumptions, it's a bad, it's a dangerous, dangerous all the way around, not just with food, but just in general, making assumptions oftentimes gets us into a lot of trouble. And I, I know I'm guilty of this too, but becoming more mindful day and day and just knowing there's always room for improvement. We can always do better and we can uh, always learn and grow. And, um, and, and that's, and that's where we start. So hopefully this is helpful and I'm excited to keep this going on a weekly basis. And I hope you guys have a fantastic Labor Day weekend and don't do too much assuming out there. Um, eat well, move your body, and I will see you next time.